0: Josh Escobedo with Weintraub Tobin. Recently, a federal judge held that a Swiss cheese syndicate's claim to the exclusive right to use gruyere for cheese was full of holes. We're gonna talk about that on this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. This fight over the exclusive right to control the use of gruyere began with a 2015 application by a Swiss entity called Interprofessional de Gruyere and a French entity called Syndicat Interprofessional de Gruyere. Uh, Both were applicants, joint applicants, for a standard character certification mark for Gruyere with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. This application was opposed by the International Dairy Foods Association and the United States Dairy Export Council, who argued that Gruyere is a generic name for cheese and unregisterable under the Trademark Act.
1: Before we go any further, let me tell our audience what a certification mark is. Under the Trademark Act, a certification mark is used to certify regional or other origin, material, mode of manufacture, quality, accuracy, or other characteristics of goods or services, or that the work or labor on the goods or services was performed by members of a union or another organization. So for example, the mark Roquefort is used to certify cheese that comes from a specific municipality in France. UL or Underwriters Laboratories, UL certifies, among other things, representative samplings of electrical equipment meeting certain safety standards.
0: Thanks, Josh. Now back to Gruyere. (laughs) So, Gruyere cheese has been made in Switzerland since about 1115 A.D. The name Gruyere derives from the district of La Gruyere in the canton uh, in Switzerland, where it was first made. Gruyere cheese has also been made in France for hundreds of years. On December 10, 1981, the French Council or the Federal Council of Switzerland issued a decree on the protection of the names of Swiss cheeses which listed Gruyere as a protected designation and defined the production requirements for Gruyere cheese. This protection designation was uh, superseded by the adoption of protected designation of origins for Gruyere in 2001. Uh, The European Union recognized the protected designation of origins in 2011 in an agreement between the European Union and Switzerland in 2011 and in 2012 the french national institute of origin and quality approved gruyere as a protected geographic indicator for a limited area in france Uh, this was pursuant to an application that was filed in 2010. so uh, these um, protected designation of origins and the protected geographical indications are are designations which are used for agricultural products that traditionally have been produced in a particular geographic region. So when used on a product, uh these indicate uh designation guarantees that the food product originates in the specific region or follows a particular tradition of production process.
1: So now we know that Gruyere cheese has quite a history. Did that sway the TTAB or the court? The key issue in both the TTAB and the U.S. District Court was whether cheese purchasers in the United States understand the term gruyere to refer only to a specific type of cheese produced in the gruyere region of Switzerland and France, or whether cheese purchasers in the United States instead understood gruyere as a generic term which refers to a type of cheese regardless of where the cheese is produced.
0: That's right, Josh. To answer your question, it seems that this long history of gruyere cheese might not have had that great of an impact on the TTAB and the U.S. District Court. Under U.S. trademark law, the test for genericness is is comprised of two parts. The first is what is the genus of the good or service at issue? The second part is uh, whether the relevant public understands the designation primarily to refer to that genus of goods or services.
1: Before we get into that, I think it's important to mention that in 2013, the Swiss Consortium sought and received from the USPTO a certification mark for a design with stylized font, the letters AOC, a Swiss cross, and the words Le Gruyere Switzerland. Apparently, this mark can be applied to cheese sold in the United States only if the cheese originates in the Gruyere region of Switzerland, but not France. The mark that is the subject of this dispute is just for Gruyere which is much broader and would require that anytime the term Gruyere is used on cheese that is sold in the United States, that the cheese must have been produced in the Gruyere region of Switzerland or France.
0: That's right, Josh. And this case does not impact the validity of the existing registered certification mark um, La Gruyere Switzerland and design.
1: So for the purpose of the two part test for determining genericness, the first part determining the genus of the goods at issue, it's clearly cheese. What did the TTAB and the district court say here?
0: In determining whether the relevant public understood the designation Gruyere primarily to refer to the genus or the part thereof, meaning cheese, uh, both the TTAB and the district court engaged in a very detailed factual analysis. The, both the court and the TTAB looked at dictionary definitions, articles and excerpts from articles, government regulations, statistics, websites, witness testimony, and promotional materials. Now it was very interesting looking at the dictionary definitions because the majority of the dictionary definitions introduced into evidence did not even refer to Switzerland or France. In general, most dictionary entries for the term Gruyere did not restrict it to a cheese produced in France, or Switzerland, or even a cheese originating in France or Switzerland. The dictionary evidence submitted by the Swiss and French syndicates mentions that the cheese originated in Switzerland or is named after a place in Switzerland, but that, def- that didn't even limit the definition of Gruyere to cheeses produced in France or Switzerland. Also, a significant number of articles showing the use of Gruyere uh, were for use as a type of cheese, like cheddar or jack. What's an example of that? Sure. Here's an example from the record. This is from a 2013 specialty cheese catalog. It refers to a product called Beecher Signature Cheese Flagship. And they say it's a creamy combination of cheddar and gruyere. So one bit of evidence that both the TTAB and the federal court spend some time on uh, was this Wisconsin cheese manufacturer, Emmy Roth and its use of Gruyere. Uh, Emmy Roth through its predecessor, Roth case, USA Inc began to produce cheese labeled as Gruyere made in the United States. And they began producing it in 1991. Now it's flagship product and the primary focus of its business was a cheese produced in the U S called Grand Cru Gruyere, uh, Roth case uh, grew to an $80 million business and Emmy Roth USA Inc. purchased the business in 2009. In 2009, at the time of the sale, Roth case was doing an excess of 2 million pounds of Gruyere cheese a year. Now, A G is the parent of the company Emmy Roth, which bought MA case and MAAG as a member of the Swiss syndicate. In 2012 MAAG entered into an agreement with the Swiss, with the Swiss syndicate in which it agreed not to label cheese under its own brand as uh, a Gruyere. However, in 2012 and 2013, Emmy Roth produced millions of pounds of domestic Roth branded Gruyere and domestic private label branded Gruyere. And in the period of 2014 to 2016, while M.A. Roth produced no domestic Roth-branded gruyere, it still continued to produce millions of pounds of domestic private-labeled branded gruyere. In other words, um, gruyere that would be private-labeled by, let's say, Boar's Head or Rayleighs or uh, Gelson's.
1: Both the TTAB and the federal court case did acknowledge that both syndicates took some steps to police the use of Gruyere. Between 2012 and 2017, the syndicates sent letters to retailers and manufacturers asking them to cease use of the term Gruyere to label cheeses, which were not produced in the Gruyere regions of Switzerland or France. It seems that this campaign achieved only limited success many prominent retailers continue to use the term gruyere without respect to the geographic origin of the cheese so hundreds of thousands of pounds of cheese labeled as gruyere are either produced in the united states or imported from regions other than the gruyere region of switzerland or france and then sold in the united states every year
0: as you know josh determining genericness is a fact intensive process and the district court in reviewing the record de novo really engaged in a very detailed look at a substantial amount of evidence. The opinion alone uh, contained pages and pages and pages and pages of references to the evidence that the court looked at and pages of evidence showing the use of Gruyere by multiple parties, not having any tie to the Gruyere region of Switzerland or France. Um, Now, while the term Gruyere may once have been understood to indicate an area of cheese production in Switzerland and in France. The record, both at the Tab and on the Nova Review at the district court just made it abundantly clear to the court that the term Gruyere has now, over time, become generic to cheese purchasers in the United States.
1: It's certainly generic to me, Scott, I actually didn't know its origin until we did this briefing. So it's very interesting. Thanks for sharing.
0: Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our podcast. And if you're interested in more content like this, you can check out our back episodes and visit us at the theiplawblog.com.